Welcome to the Down to Business Podcast with Alex Kirby, where entrepreneurs and small businesses cut to stretch themselves and grow their company. From interviews to in-depth discussions, you'll learn how to market effectively, increase profits, and become the leader your company needs you to be. Now, let's get down to business. What is going on, everybody out there? This is Alex Kirby, your friend, your host, your whatever you want me to be. It depends on the day. I'm a Braves fan most of the time, but this time of year we got whooped. So I do not claim the Braves right now because I'm still mad at them. But this is the Down to Business Podcast. If you are a new listener or recurring, we appreciate you being here with us. This show has been for a long time a place where we talk about business, faith, life, family, and everything in between, just kind of how business um, affects your life and how you can let your life affect business and how you can help people. And we talk business, finance, marketing, lots of stuff. So really appreciate you being here. I've done this for a couple years now, and it's been it's been awesome uh, how many of you have tuned in and uh, listened while you're either at work, driving, lawnmowers, you know, a lot of landscapers on here from my time owning a landscape business. And uh, just appreciate it. Today's episode, I'm going to talk for a while on um, kind of recapping and giving my insights and thoughts, opinions, <laughs> popular and not, on Equip Expo 2023. If you guys do not know what that is, me and my team at Pure Marketing, we just got back from uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Actually, sorry, my neighbor made sure to say Louisville. Man, we, we stayed in this really cool Airbnb uh, about 10 minutes away from the Expo Center. And I was like, yeah, man, Louisville. And a neighbor came out. I was like, man, Louisville is so nice. He goes, you mean Louisville? L-E-W-A-ville is the way he uh, pronounced it. So Louisville, I've learned my lesson there. Um, But we stayed in an awesome house and had a great time. There was just so many good things. This was my fifth year, I found out. My fifth year going to Equip Expo. And for those who do not know what Equip Expo is... Equip Expo is basically the Super Bowl for landscapers and people in the green industry. It is a trade show. It's education. It's networking. It is amazing. It's in uh, the Expo Center right there in Louisville, right out off the airport, and it's a million square feet. It's machines everywhere. You get to ride, try stuff. It is just it's pretty awesome. It's like kind of like a Toys R Us for adults. <laughs> it's like a, an, a redneck kids are us so um toys are us it's pretty funny but so we just got back uh it was about an eight hour drive and man i was tired i drove my ram cummins diesel up there and drove all the way back friday so i could see my kids before they went to sleep and so um we got a lot of thoughts on it a lot things i like things i didn't things i would recommend change um some interesting interactions some awesome interactions and just wanted to kind of give um, yeah, my, my feedback there. And then at the end of this episode, I'm going to drop some, the first of a few big things we're doing news. Um, and so just buckle up. Here we go. So Equip Expo starts, um, a lot of people show up Tuesday night. There is a fun get together at Merle's Whiskey Kitchen that I had been to four out of years in a row, but I didn't make it this year because we didn't drive up till Tuesday night. We stayed halfway. So that is a jobber event, which is cool company. And um, Mitchell, 
um, Miss Missco, Missgo. I think Mitchell's company name changed. Um, he always puts it on. It's a really cool, like just like kickoff event. And Mitchell's a cool guy. So um, his servant, he's a patrolman. I like. I've always liked Mitchell. I think he's cool. So um, I didn't get to make that, but that looked like a blast. A couple hundred people normally. But we drove up Wednesday, and the and the show technically kicks off Wednesday at twelve. The doors open, and so we got there right at twelve thirty. I want to say, um, and my first things I noticed, to me, it wasn't as packed as normal. Now I saw the attendance numbers came out, and they claimed it was the biggest attendance they'd ever seen. I think twenty seven thousand was the one I heard. I've been five times. To me, it was not as slammed. It was not as packed. Um, That's just my, you know, uh, gut reaction, but I don't have any data to back that up. Um, The other was there was a lot of free stuff this year. It wasn't as good. Like, I felt like in the past there was a little bit more unique, but there was a lot of shirts, a lot of hats. I mean, my boy Braden must have got $500 in free stuff, maybe more. And so... It was a great year for free hats, free gear, and all that. The other thing I noticed uh, after a couple of days was it didn't feel like the hype was there as much. So, like, in the past, I felt like there was a buzz and excitement. You know, we had a booth last year, so I didn't um, exactly get a feel because I didn't get to walk around a ton. But I felt like there was just, like, this big energy. And it didn't sense that this year as much um that doesn't mean anything i just take that for what it's worth but one of the things i really liked was the giveaways and so bobcat a few years ago i worked with bobcat officially and unofficially and um i suggested to them that they should give away a mower and they did and that has become a huge thing at the expo as them giving away basically a fifteen thousand dollar mower 12 to 15 grand depends on the unit um, and this year a lady won. That was really cool. So there must have been like three or 4,000 people staying around the Bobcat booth for the drawing. And actually somebody, there was a guy that won, and he, and they have a rule if you don't show up within five minutes, you they draw again. And he did not show up. So, man, talk about a bad day. Um, and then a lady won. So that was really cool. I heard, uh, I heard from Ron Scheffler, the product the guy who's in charge of a lot of things at bobcat product development he said that uh she had just bought a property and didn't have a mower to mow it so that was cool that she was able to be blessed with that so bobcat thing was really cool hustler did an amazing giveaway this year with ballard products they gave away dude they gave away like three mowers on one trailer and the trailer it had to be like 25 30 grand value and then there was a lot of other giveaways a lot of um guys who you'll see on youtube were there and that was cool giveaway uh i just thought there was a lot of cool giveaways this year there was an atv giveaway just truck giveaway by stripe life guy mike i think his name is um so it was cool there was a lot of cool giveaways so if you ever are thinking about going to equip i highly recommend it um the problem here's kind of where like i don't want to say negatives guys because i'm not trying to be negative here's like the issue with equip expo that you need to be aware of if you're going and a lot of people <laughs> probably listening aren't going to agree because they're sort of probably in this boat that I'm about to talk about. Equip Expo, you know, is awesome because if you go there to learn, observe, and add things to your arsenal of what your company can do, learn, need, it's awesome. Like, 
Equip is where I found out about CRMs. Equip's where I found out about Cycle CPA, who I use for my company until I sold it, and still recommend to this day. And we, you know, they're awesome. Uh, Cycle CPA. If you guys need bookkeepers, they're fantastic. Check them out. Carla and Joe are the owners. Um, tell them I sent you. But found out about all these companies I used. LMN, Job, you name it. I just found out about a ton of companies there because I would actually like walk slow and have a I would have a notepad where I go okay these are the things I need to figure out and I would try to find them and some I would find you know randomly I mean it's just a great place but I feel like a lot of people just go and kind of like window shop or they go and they're like man this is really cool and they just look at equipment all day and that's really not the case like of what you should be doing um now dude like go have fun do whatever you want like it's not I, who am I to tell you what to do but I'm just saying like a lot of people go to like, I feel like just talk and there is some huge benefits to that. I mean, gosh, I love meeting people at Equip. I love talking to people I talk to on Instagram and online and who you, listeners to this show for two, three years now. Um, but I feel like people just end up, I heard so many, I can't tell you how many conversations I heard. Well, man, I'm down in uh, North Carolina. I got 80 customers a week, man. Yeah, we're doing good. We're doing good. And they just like talk for like two, like an hour, like 30 minutes, excuse me. And then they do it with the next guy and they just ramble. And it's like, <laughs> what good does that do? You're just burning your day up um, when there's so much opportunity to learn and grow and make your company better. So um, that's one thing I would like love to see is more people take their businesses a little more serious and use this amazing opportunity because um, Equip is an amazing opportunity. So that's something, you know, <laughs> just kind of don't get caught up in the fray of all the people. Um, so there's this other event that Naylor puts on called the Rally. It's been this big thing on Thursday nights for several years. Like, I don't even know how many years he's been doing it, and it's always been incredible. Like, the caverns was cool, which is like a location they had, like the mega cavern. Last couple of years, they had it at a brewery. Um, can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but just really cool place. Like last year, you know, there had to be six, seven, eight hundred people, and there was fire pit, lots of music, games, bre- you know, beer garden, like inside, outside. It was just really cool. Well, this year, and and Naylor, if you listen, I promise I'm not hating at all. Um, I would love to, you know, to see it change back because this year we did it in this uh, basketball arena like room. So it was like at the Yum Center where Louisville Louisville basketball plays their home games. It was like upstairs, three flights, and like people didn't know where it was at, and there wasn't great signage because it was at a big place. And um, then you get up there. And it was just a room with tables. And so I was pretty disappointed. Um, like nobody was really talking if you weren't at your table. There was no music. There was just Jobber was there. There was, it just wasn't much going on. And so um, not trying to be negative again, like it was just not what it should be, in my opinion. The rally's kind of like a, a party, you know, of bringing people together and having fun. And there wasn't a really a lot of opportunities. I'm guessing, you know, that they wanted it there because there was a concert. 
Uh, Third Eye Blind and Dylan Scott, I think his name is. He's a B-list country artist. He's cool. I like some of his songs, I guess. But I guess they wanted people there, and I saw the pictures. There was only like 1,500 people at the concert, so it didn't really work out. But um, I would say that was a downer for me is the rally. Normally it's like really, really dope. And this year I just didn't think the venue allowed it to be dope. So... Naylor, if you're listening, I love you, man. I support a million percent. I think what you're doing with the rally is awesome. But the venue this year, I would say move back to a to an outdoor, indoor space where you can, like, have a fire pit, cool things, you know, fun activities, et cetera, make it a little bit more of a party and not just like a hangout room, I guess. Um, so that was, that was kind of my thing. Another thing that I kind of noticed and – this is kind of a weird topic to talk about, um, but I do think it's important. You know, I find that I I have a lot of people that listen uh, to what I have to say, which is super humbling. I, I'm not I'm a nobody. Um, I'm a I'm a I'm just a guy from South Carolina who grew a business into a couple million bucks by God's grace and try to help people learn how to grow their businesses to change their family's life and change the people who work for them, but influencers has become really strange in our industry in the green industry and uh i was really you know this year i kind of like wanted to lay low i didn't volunteer or speak at any booths like i normally do um i just kind of wanted to watch observe and be a part of the crowd and didn't wear any of my like gear just wore carhartt stuff (laughs) i had some guy come up to me like man you could be an advertisement for carhartt which is true i wore like literally everything carhartt but um, I would love for people to, if you're a green industry pro, just kind of think about the way you see influencers because, you know, for the longest time, um, there's, there's some OGs in the game and influencers has just gotten weird. And so like usually influencer, I would hope that influencers would be people who have great wisdom, businesses, and things to offer the community for the betterment of everybody. And cool, like, but ours has become some like super fan club thing about, and for, and a lot of them like don't know what they're talking about. So it's like, you know, I use sports as an example. Like, you don't want to, you don't want to play for a coach who never played, if that makes sense. Like, if you're a football player, you don't want to go like, go play at the University of Alabama and Nick Saban's not the coach anymore, but a guy who only played through like middle school. Like he doesn't really have anything to give you. And I feel like the influencer thing has kind of become that. Like if you have a lot of followers or you do a lot of content or you write books or but like you actually don't have a ton to give. You had no employees. You had um, less than 150 grand in revenue and you never had to hire, fire, have a workers comp claim. Like I feel like our industry, we need to hear from those people. (laughs) We don't need to hear from the guy who, and, and, and what take this for what it's worth. But a lot of you may not know that like these guys, some of these people are like, I've made money, like no question. I haven't made a ton of money, but I've made a like I think if I told you the number I've averaged for the last three or four years on some brand deals and stuff, you'd be like, wow, it's good money. Um, it's not six figures a year, but it's healthy. And so there are guys like your favorite people are making multiple, multiple, multiple six figures. I talked to one guy this this week who said he was making a, almost a, 
upwards of a million dollars. And I'm not going to say his name because that's it's not – he was a cool guy. No disrespect. And it's not about that. That's not my point. I don't care how much money you're making. But what I'm saying is is they have – they use their platform and act like they're a business pro to make – but because they're making brand deal money and they have to have something to shoot to make said brand deals happen. And so I would never tell anyone to go get an $80,000 work truck. But I don't. I think there's so many guys out there that are like filming content with that's making people in the industry look and be like, oh, well, if he's doing it, I should, or he's a really nice guy. And I'm not saying they're not a nice guy. Like that's not what I'm saying. But I just think we as an industry need to get a, a kind of a grip on this influencer thing. Like, let's not just because the loudest voices, the loudest voices should not get the biggest stage, is what I'm getting at. And it doesn't have to be me. Like, I don't care. I am, man, I've got a beautiful wife, three kids, paid for house, land, more money than I ever dreamed. I do not care. I promise you, I sleep good at night. What I care about is you listening. Who, My listeners, my, my people that I have any type of influence over, any type of connection with, I care about you reaching your dreams. I care about you reaching them in a healthy way. I care about you not getting into debt to try and impress people online or do what people online told you you should do. I care about you. I talked to this one guy, I mean, he was like, I got three acres, I'm about to build a house. I was like, bro, you're killing it. Like, keep doing your thing. Didn't have a big company, nothing. It's not about that. But I, I just want us as an industry to promote the people and to, not promote, but to rally around each other and rally around people that, know what they're talking about. And sometimes I get nervous that like, because some people spend a lot of time making content, they're the biggest and that doesn't mean they should be. So, um, I wish I could say more on that. I know a lot of details on that, but it wouldn't do anyone any good calling out people or me being negative. Um, that's not my goal. My goal is just to bring a little bit of awareness and, uh, try to help somebody. So that's that. Um, I heard the funniest. I wanted to share this story. I was talking to this guy, um, and he was, dude, this guy's a clown. I'd never met him. I was talking to him, and he used the funniest thing to talk about influence. He said, man, I ain't no code dropper. <laughs> I was like, what the heck's a code dropper? He's like, you know, those people that drop a promo code in every post. And, dude, I was dying. I thought that was so funny. He's like, I'm no code dropper. Like it was some, like, slang bad, you know, bad word or something. It was so funny. I wanted to share that with y'all because I know there's people you follow who, like, drop a code for everything. Like, save here with, you know, uh, Alex5. You can save, you know, five pieces of gum next time you buy something. It was hilarious code dropper. I thought it was so funny. Um, I want to talk, as I wrap up this episode, the thing that was the coolest thing um, at Equip this year is we did a little meet and learn at our Airbnb for about 15 guys. Um, showed up Wednesday night at our Airbnb and... I kind of intended it to be just like a hangout, like, like, hey, I'm going to talk for five minutes and, and give you a little speech and hopefully inspire you, and then we're just going to hang out. But what ended up happening is like it was a three-hour seminar where we all just talked about business and life and how we can grow and set and make better sales and help people. And I met like two 22-year-olds that had $3 million companies, which I met, you know, guys who were like doing five hundred grand, but they were like 25% profit. I was just so... Man, I was just floored by some guys. So I, if you were one of those people that came, I appreciate it. We're going to keep building on this little event. I think next year we're going to open up to about 40 or 50 people. 
and have some breakout groups and just keep learning. Um, and so, you know, I thought it was awesome. So if you came and next year, if you want to come, make sure you DM me and we'll, we'll set it up. So, um, to kind of wrap up this episode, this is kind of my, you know, equip thing and, and I'm looking forward to doing more. Um, I wanted to share with you guys that I'm actually going to rebrand the podcast and make it landscape focused again, uh, or not again, just in general. I've never done that. Um, I've been feeling very called to make a landscaping green industry podcast focused content. Um, and so it's going to be called the green up podcast where, uh, green industry pros come to level up. And so we're going to be talking to pros, but it's going to be different. We're going to be talking about your business. We're going to audit your business. We're going to be, uh, you know, talking about what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, how we can help each other. Uh, we're going to, I'm also just going to be talking a lot about business and the landscape business in general. So we're going to be talking marketing, finance, hiring practices, stories, um, interesting trends going on. So it's going to be a podcast where I can really uh, come and talk to you green industry pros and hopefully grow our community and grow our influence. And and because I feel like there's a hole there and I feel like um, I'm really big fans of the Green Grind podcast. Uh, I think they're crushing it. Um, There's a couple more out there that are good, but um, I think there's a place um, for me to do so. Down to Business is going to become uh, the Green Up podcast. And so there's some more news coming with that. Uh, my big project that we're going to announce here in the next week or so that you will hear about, but just wanted you to know that I don't know, well, I don't know if I'm going to make the green down to business, the green up or not, but green up podcast is going to be my, uh, a podcast that I'm starting or transferring what I'm not sure exactly, but, uh, just know that we're going to be talking green industry focused stuff. So really excited about that. It's going to be two episodes a week. Um, I think we're going to do Mondays and Fridays, Mondays and Thursdays. So, I'll give you all the details on that soon, guys, but just know, um, let me know in the DMs, um, comments, if you're excited about that, and we're going to do questions, we're going to do where you can, like, send some voicemails in where I can answer, it's going to be really cool, so looking forward to that, and uh, just appreciate everybody that listens, man, Uh, you know, I'm not, uh, I've been working on, the Lord's been working on me the last couple years, and I'm just really grateful, and gratefulness is one thing I'm, I'm trying to allow the Lord to change in my heart, and I'm grateful that anybody listens to this. We have several, several hundred listeners to this podcast, and uh, it means a lot to me, and, and I met a lot of you last week, and uh, so now when I'm recording, I'm thinking of you, and uh, I'm really, really honored. So again, for the last time possibly, but I'm not sure yet, this is the Down to Business Podcast. I'm Alex Kirby. If you'd like to email me, you can email me at alex at puremarketingteam.com. If you guys didn't know, I own Pure Marketing, which is a service and trades focused marketing company. We build websites custom. We do social media, SEO, Google ads, review generation, you name it, marketing, we can do it for you. Uh, Reach out to me at alex at puremarketingteam.com if you'd like to chat, free quote, whatever I can do for you. We want to help you. We got a couple spots left for 2024, and uh, we want to help as many people as we can, especially green industry. So, guys, I love you. Alex checking out. See you next time. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and we're excited to bring you more stuff and excited to announce my big project coming up in the next week or so. Peace.